0: The following is a ray-gun-armed, faster-than-light presentation of GalacticNetcasts.com. Hello, and welcome to the Sci-Fi Film School podcast. This is episode number nine for Sunday, October 30th, 2011. It is episode nine, Matt Stein. And this is your last... Podcast before you get married. Yep. Before you lose your life to your wife.
1: <laughs> I hope she heard that.
0: <laughs> I only say it because I've been there, and I'm just giving you crap.
1: Yeah, no. Most people say that, and they're like, "That's serious, though." They're like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" Like, why would you say such a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Don't listen to yeah, them.
0: They know. they it's cocky pop. Cocky. Co- what's the word? Co- ca- cocky pop. poppycock Poppycock. thank you very much i had the p's and the c's mixed up (laughs) so what what do you think of the the little goatee action i'm i'm sporting here what
1: i i saw it saw the pictures and i had the like triple take i'm like man Dave's really gone gone over the edge
0: i I shaved i kind of shaved the head not all the way but pretty close and you're wearing, is that an Argyle sweater? An Argyle sweater. It's, it's winter time in Wisconsin, or, or late fall, so I thought I'd uh, put on a little sweater today.
1: Even I can't. I don't know. I just can't wear sweaters. I get too hot. I wore long sleeves to work twice this week, and, it, and I just got sweaty both And times.
0: you're in a hardcore metal band, so there you go.
1: <laughs> what does that have to do with being warm? Not really,
0: not really a picture that you see of people that are in a hardcore metal band.
1: Hey, you should see. When I, I get all dapper when I go to work now.
0: Okay. I will, ta- I will uh, I'll take you for, for your word, or however that goes. <laughs> all right, okay. let's get into the podcast here. This, of course, is the show where we talk. Where, first, before we talk, we watch. We watch a science fiction film or TV show, and then we talk about it. And this is the sci-fi film school, so we try to structure it as a type of class. And I would be your instructor, and you—not only you, Matt, but the people listening and watching—would be the pupils. Yes. Okay. And the movie we watched this week, the assignment was the 2010 film *Zenith*. And I will try to uh, give you a little backstory on this. It's a psychological thriller by Anonymous, and I'm not sure if that is the Anonymous, the the hacker group Anonymous, or just somebody that didn't want their name mentioned.
1: I'm- Going with someone who just didn't want their name.
0: Really? You think? I don't know. Because and
1: that's, that's, what I, that's what I saw, and obviously. And I guess I just I don't really know. I feel like if it was really by the hacker group, there would have been more humbub about it. But I guess it would, it would fit with the whole conspiracy thing. Yeah, this would be
0: the kind of movie that they would do if they could do a movie. Right? So that's that's yeah. what that, that's what had me wondering about it.
1: I'm going to try and do some research quick.
0: Okay, while you do that, let me uh, explain the movie a little bit more, uh, a little backstory of the movie. Um, It's about two men, and I'll let you explain it a little bit more, but it's about two men attempting to solve the same conspiracy theory. The title refers to a grand zenith conspiracy formed by the film's protagonist, Ed Crowley. The movie also utilizes an alternate reality game and transmedia storytelling to augment its narrative. Insert cross-dressing joke here. Uh, <laughs> Zenith premiered at the IFC Center in New York City October 1st, 2010, and has an, or had an extended run in January 2011 at the Crane Theater. Vladan Nikolic directed, produced, and wrote the Zenith screenplay. The film star Peter Skinuvy hey, Hang on one second. Obviously, I can't pronounce anything. Peter... <laughs> Okay, S-C-A-N-A-V-I-N-O. Scanovino.
1: There you go. Okay,
0: Peter Scanavino. He played Jack Crowley. Jason Robards third, of course, that must be the grandson of the famous Jason Robards. Uh, he played Ed Crowley. Anna as uh, Asensio as Lisa Berger. El Nasmian. Why the hell... Are all the names of the people in this movie weird and crazy?
1: Um, because it was a very low budget <laughs> movie.
0: Yeah, and I will get to that here in a second. Um, Al Nazamian, he played Nimble, and Arthur French as Mateo. Released October first, twenty ten. Like we just mentioned a little while ago, the movie grossed. You ready for this huge number? <laughs> Okay, usually we talk about millions or, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. This movie grossed in the US almost $6,000.
1: Yeah, when I read that, I had to go back and I'm like, am I missing like did you just start did you type it in a different format? No. Nope. It was like No.
0: Nope. Yeah. No, it was it was never in wide release. It played at a couple of film festivals and then they released it to the internet for free. So after the the film festivals, it was made available for a limited time on uh, some BitTorrent websites, including Voto.net. I'm not familiar with BitTorrent, so I don't know what that means.
1: It's uh, like a
0: P2P. Yeah, no, I know what BitTorrent is, but I don't know what Bit. I don't know what this website, uh, Voto.net, is all about.
1: Oh, Shut up, dude. I think Voto.net just might be um, a BitTorrent site. Okay, yeah, because like a lot of the. Um, a lot of BitTorrent stuff, you just go to a website and then you search for it, and that's how you grab the the locations.
0: Okay. Uh, the movie was also promoted in the game Above Top Secret that offered a $500 reward for the first individual to correctly identify the purpose behind the website for the fictitious company Wadget Industries, which, of course, uh, had a tie-in with the movie. It was also filmed uh, digitally using the Red One camera, which is a fairly small and inexpensive all-digital 35 millimeter movie camera that shoots in 4K, which is super high resolution. Now, this is interesting because most film productions have to rent these huge cameras, and they were actually... They're priced low enough for them to buy these cameras, and they look awesome, too. Yes. So, uh, that is the movie, and I forgot to play this. And that is to signify what our assignment was, which was the 2010 film Zenith. And before we go on, let's play this. I'm behind on my on my sound effects here, Matt. I apologize.
1: That's
0: me. Okay. Here. Here. Okay. Why don't you give us your review of the movie? What was it all about? Tell us.
1: Like like I had mentioned to you, I don't. Even really know like it was such a hard movie to follow, but what I gathered from it was um, the son, uh, whose his name is Jack, dumb Jack or stupid Jack, whatever he calls himself, um, <clears throat> gets a tape from his his dad or he gets it from someone else, and the tape is of his dad, um, who made ten tapes, kind of documenting him trying to solve a conspiracy um, and it like it's all set in the future where everyone's genetically altered to not be sad anymore you're just like happy all the time but then people start to go numb so jack sells drugs to make people feel pain and stuff and um, it's kind of the, the backstory but the the gist of the movie is he's trying to find these 10 tapes that his dad made
0: so basically his dad found out about this conspiracy, did some yes. research on it, and then he died eventually, but then the tapes of his dad of, of Jack's dad got into Jack's hands and he rediscovered the conspiracy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well he gets the one and then he finds the other rest to figure out what's going on, but yes.
0: Do you know what the do you know what zenith means?
1: <sighs> I, I don't remember. You know what Zenith means?
0: The highest point in the heavens, directly above the observer. You're free to go. That's, that's what it means. <laughs> I knew you had that, so I played dumb. I had it standing by. All right, so yeah, that's the movie. It's called Zenith. It's available right now on Netflix. So let's find out what we learned.
1: I'm going to interject real quick. Yes. Um, Zenith was a miniseries produced by the hacker group Anonymous. Um then they compile it into an entire movie. And Vodo.net is a BitTorrent site dealing one hundred percent with uh indie films.
0: Oh, okay. So I was right.
1: Yes. And Zenith is now up to nine thousand one hundred and sixty three dollars.
0: Well congratulations to them.
1: <laughs> but anyways, that was just uh stuff we had talked
0: about. Someday so. they'll they'll reach ten thousand dollars.
1: Yes, yes they will.
0: I had a feeling that Anonymous since on the credits and on the information that I read, it was a film by Anonymous that they, you know
1: Right, and they're, if the person didn't want their name mentioned, I don't think it would have been plastered right on the front of the movie yeah. um, and it makes sense given the, the idea of the movie and their ideals as a, a group but, uh, yeah
0: Okay, well now we know we're, we're that much more smarter for it
1: Knowing he's half the battle
0: Let's just continue on this this series. Let's do a whole series of phrases.
1: <laughs> Back and forth with you, you, uh, you reap well. what you sow. Ah, oh, you win. I'm I got nothing.
0: Beggars can't be choosers.
1: Don't <laughs> look a gift horse in the mouth.
0: <laughs> All right. So let's let's move on to the portion of uh, the podcast where we find out what we learned this week. And we learned what. It's like in the future. We are genetically enhanced to always be happy. But somehow that turned into permanent numbness. Everyone is seeking ever stronger sensations and thrills, ecstasy or epiphany. The strongest is pain. On the black market, the price of drugs, medicine which expired decades ago, is staggering. People buy them for the side effects and overwhelming pain they induce. Pain makes them feel alive. So that kind of explains what you were trying to explain about the future.
1: Yeah, which is just stupid to me to think that people are taking drugs to feel pain. I hate being in pain.
0: But what if you were happy all the time and you were sick of being happy all the time?
1: That's what I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be happy all the time. So,
0: I don't think any of us do. But if that were the case, if the only emotion that you felt was happiness and you were just numb... I'm sure that you would, you would appreciate a little bit of pain in your life.
1: Yeah, I'd probably ask someone to punch me in the face.
0: But there's got to be better ways of doing that. Like, sell a videotape, which I'll get into later. I'm upset about the whole videotape thing. But sell a videotape of, like, some cows being slaughtered, you know? <laughs>
1: Just cycle peanut tapes?
0: Yeah, a bunch of really upsetting images or upsetting video of things that would make you depressed, why don't you just do that instead of selling drugs that give you pain
1: yeah i I don't know, and like like I told you, like it's such a hard concept to fathom because it's not something it's not something you can easily imagine
0: exactly so let's just leave it at that and move on Matt
1: yes, agree um we learned what Zenith is. You're There's a secret it.
0: society of men, and they're pulling the strings behind all the events in the guise of tolerance and brotherhood, but really seeking to further their privileges, the seeds which were unwittingly planted hundreds, thousands of years ago by an idea appropriated by the secret order and made into the laws of the land. This system was perfected over a very long time, able to control the masses and keep them dumb and not. Zenith is the time when the sun comes into its peak, after which there follows an inevitable decline. But this decline will become horrendous because these men will not relinquish their control. Society will crumble. A little backstory to that clip right there. That is the scene where... uh, What was the young kid's name again? Jack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Jack's father was a priest... And the guy that you just heard there was a person that came to Jack's father, Ed, for confessional. And that's how Ed, Jack's father, learned about Zenith. Yep. And then the rest was history, and Ed turned into a a raving lunatic.
1: (laughs) Seemed to be kind of the the way things go.
0: Carrying around a huge-ass, old-ass camera that only recorded onto video cassettes... Which, this was, in present day, this is supposed to be taking place like in 2010, the, the, right. the, the past part of the movie, yet he's recording onto video cassettes.
1: Not only that, but I'm, now that you mention it, I'm pretty surprised that they had VCRs to play these, these VHS tapes in 2044.
0: I know! And it's hard to find VCRs right now. I have one. Well, I mean, you have one from probably before they became unavailable. Right. But I, 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 had, I was going to transfer some stuff from VHS tape to digital, and I had to buy a VCR because the one I had was really super, super old, didn't really work anymore. So I had to go to a second-hand shop to buy a VCR for like
1: $5. Oh, wow.
0: So It's kind of funny, though. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is my turn. We learned what a couple of words mean. Here we go. And we...
1: Boredom, tedium, irksomeness,
0: monotony, a state of weariness. Sadness. Depression, dejection, dinge, dysphoria, gloom, melancholy. So uh, another backstory to this film is Jack had all these words in his head, and apparently people in the future lost a lot of their language, or they didn't know a lot of the words that Jack knew.
1: Right probably had a lot to do with why they were genetically altered and what have you
0: Or could have something to do with the way the movie was explained at the end of the film which we're not going to we're not going to give up the secret
1: Right and I don't I don't even like understand it to be honest like I'm not entirely sure and I'm sure that's why it is the way it is but I'm not sure I believe the way that it's spelled out and vice versa
0: Yeah it was kind of weird All right yes. so what did you learn Matt
1: Uh, we learned a little bit more about Sid Sliman from this guy.
0: Sid Sliman. He was sick. Did he ever mention something called Zenith to you? He kept blabbing about it all the time. Started off four or five years ago with these weirdo books
1: and pamphlets he'd read. And then the internet, his mind just went.
0: So so that was all his fantasy, or...? He was a deranged man. It's a sad story. Was he getting any treatment? He tried different drugs. Doctors, nothing. Look,
1: I gotta go. Wait, is there anything else you can think of? No, not really. I'm sorry.
0: Sid Sliman was the guy that came to confess, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, he was kind of the beginning. That's where they found like the list of names and stuff it was with all
0: his. Okay. He disappeared. I wasn't quite sure. Yes. Okay. Uh, we learned how paranoid Ed was. You spoke to the cops. Wake up. They think you're a psycho. I what did you tell them? What do you think I told them? I told them I don't know you. That's what I told them. I shouldn't have come. This place is not bugged. How do you know? Because there is no conspiracy. It's all in your head, Ed. Please, see a doctor. Where are they, Dad? Who are they? I don't mind, I know. All this time, it's been nobody been following us. I know you had to cover yourself. I didn't tell them anything. And they did not kidnap your wife and child. Your wife left you because you were beating their s*** How could you? Come on, Ed. That guy's got a funny-sounding funny voice.
1: Yes. Nice editing work,
0: too. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. A lot of profanity in that scene I had to cut out. Yeah. A lot of profanity in the movie, period.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like sometimes when they depict the future in dirtiness, they just attribute it to a lot of swearing.
0: You know, I think that's a lack of imagination, too. I think it's a lack of imagination and not knowing the future as well. That's when you see scenes of the future where it's a dystopian type future because people have no idea what the future's going to hold.
1: right yeah i, I mean, it's it's kind of it's all the unknown.
0: So okay, what did you learn, Matt?
1: Uh, we learned what Jack and Lisa's plan to escape was. so we go
0: south to the uh, equator there's this village he's gonna know as soon as we cross the border we'll have fake IDs how? don't worry what's your name gonna be? my name? Mm mhm your name Horatio I like it So tickets IDs I'll get everything tomorrow we can leave the next day four countries five flights three identities no one can trace that why did you quit being a doctor? are you listening to anything I'm saying? Mm mhm why?
1: it doesn't matter
0: so Lisa was the woman that Jack found in the bar to distract him from his life, basically. And they ended up having sex, and she lost track of her, or he, he lost track of her. But then he later on found her again, and turns out that she was having sex with her dad.
1: <laughs> Sounds like an episode of uh, Springer.
0: It does. <laughs> and, for, and for the kids in the audience... That's that's short for Jerry Springer. Oh, yeah. Who used to that's be so a nice. talk show host who had crazy things like uh I had sex with my dad or, you know, something stuff along those lines.
1: I had sex with your cousin's brother and I'm really a horse.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the big reveal. I've been married for you. I've been married to you for 20 years and I'm actually a man and you thought I was a woman.
1: Uh gotta love daytime tv
0: exactly all right one final thing here we learned more about jack and rudy your father was a madman your mother a prostitute you grew up in foster
1: homes you have a rare form of epilepsy yet you managed to pull yourself through medical school best student of an entire generation only to quit your last year and become a drug pusher what do you want
0: what are you
1: searching for jack Language, the rest of your father's tapes, the truth. What do you want? You're not
0: listening to me, Jack. You could have done something good, some small thing. You were a doctor, man. That was Rudy, uh, the guy who was the father of Lisa, who was having sex with her that we were just talking about. Yes. And this guy supposedly did some ha- had some genetic treatments done where he never aged. He was, he was the same age, or he looked the same age, in the scene with Jack and the scene with Jack's dad, Ed. Yeah, I, I
1: did not notice that. You're it, so perceptive, babe.
0: Well, I, you know what? This is me prepping for this podcast. I have to watch the movie. I have to make up questions and find audio to, to play during the podcast. So I'm very attentive of what's going on.
1: So how many times do
0: you watch the movie? Just I wa- once? just watch, uh, yeah, just once. But I'm, um, you know, I'm sitting here in front of the computer, you know, with my audio recording open and my two documents open. So I, you know, I'm rewinding and fast forwarding a lot. Huh. That works. A little how the how the sauce is cooked, or however that phrase goes. <laughs> All right. Um. So that's it. That's what we learned from Zenith. Do you? Do you yeah. Do you feel like you learned valuable lessons from this movie? No,
1: I, <laughs> like I said, it was just weird and out there, and I really wanted to like it. Like at one, at, at, when I first started it, I was like, "Oh, this kind of sucks." But then as it went on, I really, really wanted to like it, and uh, it just never happened for me. No. I, I did not did not think it was a terrible movie, but it just wasn't as good as I was hoping it was going to be.
0: It had peaks and valleys to it. Like yes. I I really really liked the end. How the pacing really picked up and they had something going. They had something going until the very very end and you're like, "What? That doesn't make any sense."
1: <laughs> yeah, the the peaks and valleys were it was like it went from boring to exciting really quick and back down just as fast.
0: Okay. That's my so uh, if you want to watch it, if you're just tuning into the podcast and haven't watched this yet, it's available for free, or not for free, but for $7.99 and on Netflix streaming.
1: Or Voto.net for free.
0: Exactly. And support <laughs> Anonymous in their doings. Yes. All right. So you ready to uh, take a test?
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah. Let's try this.
0: Okay. Like any class, any school, there are tests involved, including this podcast where we uh, we, we quiz Matt and we quiz you, the podcast listener, to see how much you learned from the film. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's go. I always ask you, Matt, are you sitting comfortably? I am. Let me turn that down real quick. All right. Are you positive? Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. All right. All right. Let me turn that down all the way because it's really, really annoying. And stop it and then turn it back up again and go to the next track. All right. Okay, first question. When Jack is in the hotel at the very beginning of the film, this is, this is when the movie first started, when he was in the hotel, he was there to get two cases. There were two cases on the bed. What symbol is on the outside of each of those cases. What symbol is on the outside of those two cases that he he was picking up at the hotel? Hmm. Of course, this one is not multiple choice. It's a very, very common symbol used throughout the ages. That doesn't narrow it down. Um,
1: I'm gonna say the omega
0: symbol.
1: Uh, <laughs> and
0: you'd be wrong. The answer is a cross. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I mean, I had it was. You had to be really quick. You had to be very much noticing what was going on with that. Oh. Let's backtrack a little bit. Last week, you didn't get any of them wrong.
1: No. Um, so I guess you got to put me in my place today.
0: I didn't do it on purpose. I know. <laughs> I think we talked about this last week. You did so well because the movie that we watched was so good. Yes,
1: and that was definitely something. Um,
0: yeah, it yeah, holds let's... your it holds your attention when it's a, when it's a movie you like. It holds your attention, thus you remember certain things about it.
1: Yes, and like you said, that was right at the beginning. So that was. Um, Pretty, had to be pretty quick,
0: but. All right, here we go. Uh, moving on, question two. Let's redeem yourself here, Matt. <laughs> what? What ye- This is multiple choice, by the way. What okay. year in the future does Zenith take place in? What year in the future does Zenith take place in? Is it A, twenty twenty one, B twenty thirty seven, or C twenty forty four? It is twenty forty four. Are you completely positive?
1: One hundred percent.
0: All right, way to go, Matthew. Good job. Thanks. Do you feel better now?
1: I do feel a little better. Um, Yes. Thanks. That was like a (laughs) confidence booster right there.
0: It always feels better when you get a, a, a winning, at least one winning answer under the belt. You know. Yes. Okay, we already talked about this. I'm pretty sure that you will get this one. When Jack said he had to go out and distract himself, what did he really mean? When Jack said he had to go out and distract himself, what did he really mean, Matt?
1: He would like to find a lady.
0: Without getting too, uh, obvi- too uh, detailed, find a lady to do what? some some tip drills Did you say Did you say tip?
1: Tip drills, yeah.
0: Okay, I have no idea what that means, but I I you can you can imagine. But I got, I got from the of never mind. I figured it yeah. out. <laughs> I I broke the the code as they say. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, to go have sex. That was the answer. Yes. Okay. That's Two right, one wrong. Moving on to question four. What was the name of the bookstore that Jack went to find the Zenith book? What was the name of the bookstore that Jack went to to find the Zenith book? Was it A, aggregation, B, remediation, or C, illumination?
1: C, illumination.
0: C, would be right, sir. See, man, you were—you know—you stumbled once and you got back up, and you haven't looked back yet since.
1: Pretty good, like that. So,
0: all right. Uh, so, question five. This is going to be a short podcast because we are rolling through this. Should we stop for a second and discuss other discuss other things? <laughs> Uh,
1: it's up to you. Oh, we could finish the quiz and then talk about. Okay, yeah, talking.
0: we could do that. Let's let's do that. Um, so, question five. Without getting too graphic, explain why Mister Oberts was handcuffed to the wheelchair. Uh. The, without getting too graphic, explain why Mister Oberts <clears throat> was handcuffed to the wheelchair. Now, back in the past, Ed was trying to find out more about the Zenith and he was going to talk to all these people, and Mr. Oberts was one of those people, and he was in some kind of hospital. He was handcuffed to his wheelchair. Why was that, Matt?
1: He was fond of playing with himself.
0: Good job. Thank you. Skirting skirting the profanity of that. (laughs) I guess playing with himself would be... uh, It's going to keep us a pg rating on itunes
1: right. and that's what i'm here for
0: all right good job question six and this is multiple choice what was the name of jack's roommate was it a nimble b mumble or c bumble
1: i'm gonna go with a
0: are you completely positive are you sure oh. that that's gonna be your final answer
1: yeah it's going to be my final answer, but i
0: ah, i'm gonna
1: change it to mumble
0: <laughs> <laughs> was that... it was nimble it was a uh, see i made you I, I made you second guess yourself.
1: I can't even call you what I want to call you. Can't give us a
0: My plan. No. My plan worked. Did you swear by the way? No, I did not. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I was going to, and I did not.
0: Okay. All right. I thought you said the f word. No. Okay. Question seven. What number tape did Jack receive after he was beat up by those thugs when he was? Uh... Okay, let's go back to that very thing. Hang on. Let me find that. Right here. After this scene... There's a secret society of Okay, men no, 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 no not th- that one. After... After this one... You know what zenith means? The highest point in the heavens. Directly above the observer. You're free to go. Okay, after he was free to go, they gave him his coat, his jacket. He discovered there was a tape inside. What number of tape was it? There was ten in all. It was towards the end of the movie. This is question seven.
1: Tape seven.
0: Oh, no, hey! (laughs) I gave the wrong one, sorry. (laughs) This is it. Uh, Yes, you were right. I, I made that way too obvious
1: no, you really did. I, I um, but I
0: felt bad for leading you astray with nimble.
1: No, that's fine. When you said it was towards the end, my my first guess was six, and then when you said seven, it was okay. Changed.
0: Okay, two more to go. Uh, you are. Let's see. That it was question six, so you were four and two. Yes. No, no, that was question seven. So oh yeah, you, I'm
1: five and two. Five sure. and two. Yeah.
0: All right. So question eight. What is the name of the guy that both Jack and his father ended up seeing at the very end of the film? What is the name of the guy that both Jack and his father ended up going to see at the very end of the film? Mention it at least once, if not twice or more so far.
1: There's a blue...
0: There's two names that come to mind, and I can't think of who it is. Well, let me tell you. Let me me help you out a little bit. He goes by two different names, so that's probably why you were thinking of two names.
1: Right. It's Sid Sliman, right, is
0: one of his names. All right, congratulations. The other one is Rudy. Sid Sliman was Rudy.
1: Yeah, because uh, I thought of Sid and, and Doug, but Doug was the uh, chronic diddler.
0: Sid was actually a made-up name. Rudy was his actual real name. Right. Okay. All right, so one more to go. And this is multiple choice. Right on. And uh, you may not know this. <laughs> Cause I, right. I actually got this from information on the... Wikipedia page because I was having, I was having trouble coming up with questions. One more question, <laughs> so, but it's multiple choice, so that may help. What oh,
1: it might also help that I read the Wikipedia page before we started.
0: There you go. All right. So, uh, what year did the final scene in the movie take place? What year did the final scene in the movie take place? Was it a 2011, the year that we're currently living in? B 2012, or C.
1: 2044. Uh, it was
0: 2012. Do you remember reading that on the Wikipedia page?
1: You bet I do.
0: That must be a thing that cuz you're in school. You're, you're you you um, are you pay attention to that kind of stuff?
1: Perceptive to useless information?
0: Yes. <laughs> or something kind of like talking, that. Yeah.
1: Oh, I get by in
0: life. Well, congratulations. You are the winner, or you are a winner of the quiz, of the test. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
0: And this is your last podcast before you get married. So um, take that with you. Take that positive feeling. Take that positive winning feeling with you, Matt, into your married life. As you go out into the world as two people instead of one that you are now, Take that strong, positive, winning feeling into that marriage of yours.
1: Wow. <laughs> that was
0: funny. <laughs> all right. So uh, there it is. That is the podcast pretty much. Um, all we have to do now is talk about our favorite parts and observations. And I already mentioned mine. N- not really a favorite, just an obver- observation. How, how the hell in the future are there VCRs and bookstores? Both <laughs> both are hard to find now. Yes. Can you imagine yeah, in 40, in, let's see, no, hang on. How many years until 2044? 34. 34 years, yeah. no?
1: No, yeah, 34 years.
0: Okay. In 34 years, they're even going to be more scarce than they are now or maybe maybe books will make a comeback maybe it'll be like a retro thing or maybe that's why there was vcr's and and, and uh, vhs tapes because so everything
1: it, it's going to be a comeback yeah
0: it came back maybe something happened with all digital technology that it didn't work anymore
1: i guess it is a post apocalyptic scene
0: well they never uh, really said that they never said it was a, a post apocalyptic thing
1: uh, yeah, on the Wikipedia, it does.
0: Oh, it does? What what, yeah. what exactly does it say?
1: In the post-apocalyptic year 2044.
0: Oh. <laughs> so there must have been a, some kind of war.
1: Yeah, you, it must be assumed. I mean, there's never a direct mention of it.
0: No, yeah, that's, that's why I said, I, I that's why I didn't believe that it was post-apocalyptic. Right. Okay. So, okay, and uh, the other thing that I had was ab- about this movie was how Jack talked about some talked about himself in the third person?
1: I did notice that a few times, but I guess I didn't notice it as much as you did.
0: Okay, let's think about this for a second. And if you haven't seen this, if you haven't seen the movie, then stop the podcast right now because I'm going to make a huge spoiler. I'm going to spoil it for you if you haven't seen this. All right. At the very end of the film, Jack wakes up, and they're calling him Ed, so that that supposes then that the filmmakers are saying that Jack was really Ed.
1: Right, and they also say that he had a seizure, and while he had the seizures, that that's when everything happened. Yeah. So.
0: So maybe that's why he was calling himself, himself Jack.
1: Yeah. I don't that's, that's what made no sense to me, because it was like, all of a sudden, everything was, it was different, and it was like, nothing made any sense. But then he knows that he's being, they're trying to pull the wool over his eyes, and that's and he's like, oh, there's 11 tapes. There wasn't only really 10, there's 11.
0: So th- I think that maybe it's just a way for them to keep screwing with him that that's just a way for the organization the zenith organization to continue screwing with people's heads Ma- yeah making him think sense. making him think that he's his father when in actuality Hopefully. he's not
1: yeah but maybe he really is
0: that could be too see it's open to interpretation my friend
1: yeah that's the thing that annoyed me because it's like they never really say and never really say what exactly happened or what what the conclusion was.
0: Yeah. Do you have any uh, favorite parts or observations of Zenith?
1: Um, I did notice that there's a whole lot of sex in this movie.
0: There was.
1: They're always having sex.
0: And that Lisa girl who Jack thinks is attractive, I didn't think was that attractive.
1: No. It, was she being pushed out? In her wheelchair at the end of the movie too. Is that who was? Yes,
0: yes. And I was going to mention something: how they were both in that hospital at the end. Yeah. So maybe that's
1: just another like: was it really her? or Is it just a coincidence that that's who that is and she's there?
0: Or was it a reality? Or was it in just just in Jack's head?
1: Right, and I don't know. And that's what annoys, annoys me because they never say what happened, like why anything happened or what. The real conclusion was
0: yeah. Well, it's anonymous, and th- this wasn't a big film. It was it was put out into parts. It wasn't even a movie originally. It was put out right. in parts. So you know, take that for what it's worth.
1: Dave it for all you know, it'll become a big thing.
0: Yeah, this they this may be the start. We may get picked up. You know, people might start listening to this podcast, which they are already. But it and right. then they might Hear us talk about the movie; they'll start watching it, and then it'll just be a snowball effect.
1: (laughs) Hey, maybe we're going to be famous next week.
0: All right, and then you'll be off getting married and stuff. That works. All right, so that's
1: fun thing to come back to, just be like, "Hey, you're really famous all of a sudden."
0: (laughs) (laughs) We still don't have sponsors.
1: Yeah, why not? Why don't we get some of those? Let's get on that.
0: We don't have enough people listening.
1: You have to have listeners. What? How many people do we need to get sponsors?
0: I don't know. I haven't figured. I haven't done the math on that yet. Well, how many listeners do we have? I, I don't know offhand.
1: Well, you need to get that information to me and let me know, because then maybe I'll go get us a, a sponsor. Like maybe we can get some energy. I don't know. Do you drink energy drinks? No, I don't. Oh, okay, that would have been an easy one. Are cause...
0: you seriously thinking about maybe getting a sponsor for the podcast?
1: Oh, why not? Okay. Okay. You, All you can... need is a little gumption. All right. You've... I decided one day I wanted to get drum sponsors. I went out and got a few. So... Okay.
0: You can be the marketing head of this of this organization then.
1: Yeah. No, I'm fine with that. I'm pretty pretty good at marketing.
0: All right. So think about that while you're getting married and your life changes completely.
1: <laughs> in the middle of my vows, holy crap, Dave! I got it.
0: <laughs> I've cracked it, as as uh, Steve Jobs said in his book. And All then right- he died. All right, so um, that's going to do it for this episode of the Sci-Fi Film School Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, we are going to kind of put it on hold at least for one week. May come may come back in two weeks with uh, one of the other podcast hosts on the Galactic Netcast Network. Who knows? Uh, we'll kind of play it by ear. Just uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Google Plus to find out what the dealio is. Uh, where can people or how can people... Make sure they have the latest episodes of this podcast, Matt. How can they get oh. these episodes sent to them automatically without even thinking about it?
1: See, now you're putting me on the spot. Um, you can you can subscribe on iTunes. Everyone's got iTunes. Um, go and, and like it. Give us a five-star rating. Write a nice review. Say how pretty Dave's
0: eyes are. Oh. <laughs>
1: um Is there any other way to get it?
0: Yeah, you can go to the website, website? galacticnetcast.com, and fill out that little form. That's at the very right edge of all the pages, and that's like an email subscription. So the link to the podcast will be sent to you via email every time that we post a new episode.
1: See, I didn't even know that.
0: It's written right there, isn't it?
1: Well... Now I see that. By
0: filling out the email form. <laughs> it says it right
1: there. I had, this, I, I had closed this, and then he told me I had to talk <laughs> to
0: people. So, All right. Uh, speaking well, of talk, you can talk to us via voicemail. The number is 805-328-3966. 805-328-3966. You can email e- email us, galacticnetcasts at gmail.com. Uh, what's our Twitter, Facebook, and Google Plus information?
1: Uh, Twitter is at GalacticNetCast no S. Um, Google Plus is GalacticNetcasts. Facebook yep. is the same.
0: Yep, just search for us on uh, Google Plus and Facebook, and Twitter without the S. And uh, where can people find you and wish you a congratulations on the on the big day?
1: Um, I have a Twitter at Drown the Mat and Google Plus. Um, Matt Stein, yeah. right? Matt Stein, yeah.
0: And people can e- subscri-
1: E-I, not I-E.
0: Okay, and people can subscribe to you on Facebook too, right?
1: Yeah, I did open that up. I don't even know if anyone has. I did not really checked that. Well,
0: we're looking for the first subscription to Matt on Facebook. Matt Stein. Look him up and subscribe to his feed.
1: Yeah, then you can see all the useless crap I post. and <laughs> Useless crap. I do post a lot of useless crap now that I can update my facebook while i'm at work i do say a lot more this is crap
0: bonus that's always good all right good so time. uh again thank you for listening viewing and uh congratulations matt
1: thank you i will uh see everyone in a few weeks
0: this has been a presentation of galactic netcasts to subscribe to this and our other podcasts, go to galacticnetcasts.com.